Hello guys, welcome to this podcast Everyday Talkies which ironically does not come out daily. I am Anshul and I talk about random things to random people, majorly about life, perspectives and thinking process. It's like an interview or let's say more of a conversation with one or two guests about random topics that interest us. To be really honest, it's just a way to reduce my inhibitions in talking to people. So, come join me and enjoy. Hello guys, welcome to the new episode of Everyday Trekkies where we review the third episode of the series Lower Decks namely Temporal Addict. Now, before we continue, we thought that it would be good that if we could give just a two line summary of what happened in the episode so that people are you know up to speed just for people to have context. I'll read out basically what IMDb says because I cannot make something of my own. I was just about to do that. <laughs> I have IMDb open for the same reason. I'll just you know read out these four lines and then we'll directly jump into it. The episode is Temporal Edict, a new work protocol eliminating buffer time has the lower deck crew running ragged as they try to keep up with their tightened schedules. Ensign Mariner and Commander Ransom's mutual lack of respect comes to a head on during an away mission. Okay, so this summary is pretty bad. I don't even know what people might understand from this but whatever. Let's jump into it. Yeah, okay, before we do that, like I just wanted to mention this thing ki uh, yesterday just I think before I watched the episode, I was thinking about Chariots of Fire and I googled it and I found out that uh, Ben Cross died. Ben Cross was he was a really good actor. He was in the uh, new Star Trek movies he played uh, Sarek. So he died uh, a few days ago. So that was I just wanted to mention that he was a really good actor and if you want to uh, check out some of his stuff, like watch Chariots of Fire, he's amazing. Yes so people check it out now let's get into temporal edict yes so okay go ahead this time with you what were your first impressions from the episode i really liked this episode it was fun it was played on a lot of you know uh, tng trope and i feel like we say that every episode but this episode especially like dealt with a very 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 uh, star trekky like subject the basically the buffer time thing right every star trek show what happens is the structure of the show is they run into a problem something goes wrong and uh, they have to basically take the ship out of that problem and so the captain will yell at the engineer ki like we need that we need this done how much time will it take then engineer will be like it will take like whatever like 10 hours maybe and then the captain will be like do it in 7 and then you know the engineer will be like it can be done in 5 but you know we just tell them then so what i think uh, even mariner mariner calls it a creative estimating which i think it was a really nice play on the whole structure of the all the other star trek shows and i think it's even mentioned in one of the tng episodes the one where scotty comes back they find the sphere and scotty is stuck in it and he basically tells jordy that you never you know tell the real time it takes to fix something yeah that's true so that was the a story and the b story was about mariner and uh, jack ransom going on an away mission and getting caught and it was a very like the original series inspired episode where they had like an arena and then uh, one of them has to fight their big fighters but it also like subverted that whole thing with you know the fighter being really smart and then mariner and ransom basically arguing over who gets to fight him and so yeah i found it really funny i would say this was i think one which you could very closely relate to the original series or that in tng or basically the old live action star trek did you like it better than the previous few episodes or the first episode still tops your ranking i think overall i think i like this episode the best 
only because it was a very well made episode and it it had real like character growth for everyone like boimler mariner maybe not for rutherford and tendy but at least boimler and mariner who are like the two proper leads of the show got some really good character development the side characters who are like the main crew of the ship got some really good development i really like some of the jokes they made in this like the, you know the cold open of the show where it's like it's a, a joke on tng where boimler is playing some blue violin and then uh, these guys come in and mariner comes in and she's just like you know she starts playing hard rock well technically it technically it should be classical music right yes technically yeah from their standpoint it's classical makes sense and the funniest thing about that was like it's so loud that the klingon ship is hearing it and <laughs> because of that one of the klingon officers is probably sent to his death like the captain is like you are going to die for this today and just like that was just a really dark joke i really love then of course you know cardias cardassia prime was mentioned that was really fun yes. let's go using our proper structure that we you know somehow develop character by character okay first i want to go and talk about boimler first in this episode yeah this was definitely like boimler's episode like he was really like in his element in this episode he was shining you know like this was i think the first episode where boimler was shown in a positive light i would say and where everyone was suffering due to the lack of buffer time he was thriving in it he was managing all tasks at whatever speed whatever he could and it shows on what aspects that he's good at it's not that he's bad at everything like we have been bashing him for the past two episodes where you know he always <laughs> falls short and marimer is the one who somehow rescues or you know tries to inculcate good spirits into him as like that it's nice to see boimler you know doing something really good like something he's good at and it's still funny because uh, everybody basically hates him for being that good at that now saying that but did you see the similarities with Between Boimler and the captain, like what I observed was whosoever the captain is basically, but even captain is working the tight schedule that she had developed, where you know there will be no buffer time and all of that. And when things came towards the breaking point, she was handling all of it, and she was handling it like not as smoothly as Boimler, but she was handling it. So you know it shows that she's just not a simple figure; she knows what she's doing. That's why she's a starship captain, no doubt about that. But then also shows us a similar character trait with Boimler and the captain. you know giving probably a future indication that he might be a right fit though not obviously in a current situation where he's too by the book yeah i mean you make a good point i think in this episode we really got to see the captain you know struggling with being a captain of a ship where that everyone thinks is not a very good ship and she's just trying to basically make the ship work as optimally as possible but sometimes it's so hard for the captain to maybe relate with her crew or you know know what her crew wants and it's the same with boimler ki like boimler doesn't know how to interact with you how to get along with people basically so i think in that way Uh, both of them shared a really good similarity and i really li- like the fact that in the end it was boimler who had to sit the captain down and, and explain to her that you know maybe like boimler had to learn that maybe working all the time is not good and he had to explain it to the captain ki maybe you know buffer time is a good thing and if you tell people to just follow protocol and do everything by the book it's not going to go good uh, i think one of my favorite moments was you know just uh, the captain telling everyone that you know we are starfleet crew protocol and do whatever you want sometimes you know you have to throw the rules out to you know do the right thing which i think yeah that's a really good uh, lesson 
to learn from Star Trek, I guess. Because in the original series and Next Generation, those guys broke rules all the time, almost every episode, right? Tell me what is the most common rule that is broken in all of Star Trek. Prime Director. Correct. <laughs> like the most important rule is the one. And you know, the entire series, Star Trek Enterprise, which you know, brought this concept of temporal Prime Director. Even in that series, that, that was the rule that was broken the most amount of times. I'm like, what the hell? Why do they introduce rules? Yeah, the only reason rules are introduced is so that they can break them. Okay, before we move to the B story, just to finish off the A story, story my favorite absolute favorite moment was uh, in the end when they go into the far future and it's like okay first of all boimler na- gets an effect named after him which is really cool and we also find out that uh, these things happen way too often and there are too many things named after crew members or people so it's like really not a special thing but my favorite thing was when they go into the future and they say you know the boimler effect was named after this the laziest starfleet officer in history and then they are like now let's talk about the most important man all of starfleet Miles O'Brien and awesome. I'm just like so yes, happy dude. Yes, O'Brien yes. like O'Brien should get all the credit. No, because if you think about it, Jordy and Scotty and all these people are were working on the Enterprise, which is a relatively, you know, tip-top, amazing first class ship. And poor O'Brien had to work on DS9, which is like a Cardassian space station that was completely in, uh, you know, it, it looked like a garbage pit before like Cisco got his hands on it. So, you know, he had to constantly be repairing one of the pylons, something was going wrong, this and that. And even then, you know, he made DS9 the, you know, kick-ass space station that it is now. No doubt, no doubt, yes. is one of the top-notch engineers. Miles O'Brien is underrated. Yeah, that is for sure. Like, you know, I realize how we become so giddy and happy. on these small small references from old shows i'm like we are excited for no reason it's nostalgia it's not even nostalgia it's just like yeah i understood that reference kind of a thing it's so good because the references are like you can tell that these references were made out of love and whoever is making those references is like has really like thought about star trek and he he's like a really proper you know deep fan of star trek so i think that's why it works yeah i'm sure and i'm sure that these are the only ones that were like right on the surface which are right in front of our eyes like if we look at it more deeply they might have easter eggs in the entire series who knows i mean yeah yeah definitely like there was one there was one moment where you know at the start when boimler was in the turbo turbo lift he's humming a theme song and i was just like is that the tng exactly theme song? He's yes just humming randomly <laughs> <laughs> but that's good right you know those small moments it's fun it's fun um okay so moving on to the b story what did you what did you think of the whole plot with ransom because i know that you're not the biggest original series fan and this this was like a very original series plot the ransom and mariner what so what did you think of it like i liked it till the last moment when you know marimara ransom were fighting on who will be the one who will be going into trial by combat and all of that i thought somehow marimara will go basically i lower decks is exactly the opposite of what's happening in let's say the old live action series right so i've never seen an ensign go out to fight trial by death or something it's always either kirk or it's one of the first officers or something yeah i think now we know why that happens because first officers are just stabbing ensigns so that they can get <laughs> you know they can do the fight one good thing is Jack Ransom is not good for nothing like he is whatever he portrays he's good at what he's doing like at least in the fighting aspect i don't know how is as a first officer we have not known about that no yeah and i think even that was just like mariner was just surprised at how competent jack ransom can be when he you know tries and it's very in character for someone like mariner and ransom who are both like kind of know it all idiots 
they love to you know flaunt themselves everywhere so it's kind of on 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 brand for them but yeah i also love the species that everything is made out of crystals for them so it's just like everything is just crystals 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 and probably my favorite thing was the big guy who has to fight he's just like at first he's just saying his name over and over again and uh, in the end he's like no actually i love to read but you know i pretending to be a dumb uh, dumb big idiot makes them feel good <laughs> something like that i think that was really fun i absolutely loved that big guy jack ransom when they're landing is like he says you know there's atmospheric hydro mounds uh, on the surface of the planet <laughs> and mariner is just like yeah they're called clouds uh, the next time somebody asks me how's the weather i'm like this atmospheric hydro mounds in the sky yeah <laughs> it's a good techno babble joke you know you just like say scientific sounding words and you know try to sound smart i understand like they could not fit all the characters we did not see much of rutherford and tendy they were like mostly a side characters yeah. just fitting the purpose of boimler effect and all of that the buffer time aspect i guess like overall it was good we are seeing that they're following these two plots simultaneously one which is happening on the ship and one which is happening like either they're on a away mission or something like that yeah i really like that like all the three episodes have followed that structure so far that kind of episodes are good it's not very monotonous and yet it's funny and quirky with its references and all of that i'm yeah. generally liking that it's a very light watch like i'm glad that they introduced a concept of buffer time and all of that the importance in whatever silly way they could how star trek initially was like if you see in the original series and tng you know like what we saw in original series and tng even they had some stupid plots but they used to tackle issues of that era using you know the sci-fi way because in sci-fi everything can be done you can bring in hitler and hitler can be good and everything like everything can be topsy turvy and you can look at it from a third perspective point of view so i think that way if you watch the i would not say the recent star trek but the old star trek they had that concept where bot social issues into their picture into the exploratory space probably lower decks in a small way try to do that so i think that was good yeah like you know what you said about the original series is true like a lot of the episodes had like some really like uh, dumb premises like there's an episode called spock's brain where spock's brain literally disappears and it's just like it makes absolutely no sense there's an episode called cat's paw which is like just a uh, you know halloween horror episode it makes no sense but i actually kind of love it because it's it's just so fun and it has like scary giant cats so you know yeah original series had these kind of dumb things but they also were they weren't like embarrassed of it and i like that lower decks is the same way like lower decks also has you know a lot of dumb things but it goes into it so confidently and you can see it in the characters like mariner and uh, ransom and the captain are such like confident characters even someone like rutherford and someone like tendy they don't hesitate for a second to think that is this like too dumb or is this you know is this stupid or is this something like this or that they just like jump into it and they're like we have to do this we're happy to be here let's do what needs to be done and not like examine it too much especially like mariner is like showing all her scars it's such a nice moment i think just character wise because she is completely fearless and she still doesn't give two shits about what anybody thinks of her and wants to do uh, the right thing whenever she can even though she does not care for much of starfleet or anything but she's very principle minded in moments like these i think and uh, even better is like the jack ransom is the same way he can also be badass when he wants to nice to see that both of them can be admirable and both of them can be like good people when they want to be even though the show likes to make you don't know dumb jokes at their expense when uh, you know the moment comes they can be really admirable and they, they can be really like great characters 
for sure for sure like i think the amount of times that we have referred the old star trek and this and that people might just assume that we are just hating on the new ones but i'm sure that's not the case for something like lower decks especially it's impossible to talk about it without referencing old trek we talk about uh, enterprise and uh, discovery and all that in their own right but something like lower decks obviously it, it wants to be like old trek you know and it does a very good job at it it has carved its own niche and you know you're getting more star trek and the fact is at the end of the day whether it doesn't matter if it's like a well made show or if it's like a amazing show if it's a great show if it's something that you love and if it's something that you can get something out of if you can you know learn something from it if you can like in the first episode you can learn you know maybe you don't always have to tattle on your friends maybe in the second episode you can learn that uh maybe it's okay to you know uh, change your career paths and maybe it's okay to not be afraid of doing what you love and in the third episode you learn something like maybe you know all work and no play makes jack a dull boy is like actually true and you learn that you know people can act stupid and then also act really admirably at the same time you know if you can learn things like these from the show then it doesn't matter if it's like a great show or not it's only about if you love it or not you know that was actually a nice conclusion okay uh, i won't drag on this too long i think we covered basically all the characters and all the scenes but just because it's a tradition and we'll only stick to one scene one particular scene if you are to point out something favorite that you would pick from this episode which one that would be uh why don't you go first then i'll pick quickly. like i enjoyed the entire episode but the one moment which i loved was the end part the end trope that they had where long ways into the future when they bought the boimler effect that the trope ended with miles o'brien so like you know that was a nice smiling end to an episode i think then uh, i'll pick for my favorite moment when you know uh, boimler finally realizes that following protocol is maybe not the best thing and he has to go and confront the captain you know like he has to tell the captain that maybe you know buffer time is good for everyone he has to basically admit that not everybody is a boimler and you know that's good you know diversity of people is always good so So yeah, I think that was my favorite thing. But again, that's how we come to the end of the episode. We'll soon meet you with the next episode. I th- Today I'll just go with uh, "Live Long and Prosper" because it's a Sarek quote, and Ben Cross was amazing. Go watch "Chariots of Fire." Awesome. Live long and prosper. Thank you to all the listeners. I'll catch up with you again soon with someone new. and lots of interesting discussions so bye